Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 64, In the Long Run. Welcome, I'm your host Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very grateful member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in any situation, in every circumstance. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast today. Last time we talked about having a new point of view. Today, we're going to talk about how life is sometimes like a cross-country race, especially in the long run. Have you ever had a chance to watch a cross-country race? My youngest son used to run cross-country when he was in high school, and it seriously became one of my very favorite things to watch. I loved everything about it. A cross-country race is a sport where racers run on open-air courses over natural terrain. The course for high school students is about 3 miles long, or 5K, and they run over surfaces of grass, dirt, sometimes mud. They can pass through woodlands and open country. There are hills and flat ground and sometimes gravel and other obstacles. I love the beginning of a cross-country race when the runners prepare. They look ahead at the course that's in front of them one last time, and then they come to the starting line, anxious, restless, focused, and ready. With confidence in their training, courage in their groundwork, and hope in the venture ahead of them, they take their mark and get set. Every muscle focused on the goal, their mind determined and listening, they are set for the moment of action where they will apply what they have learned and then use their endurance and strength to achieve it. I think sometimes our lives are like a cross-country race. We begin with all the excitement, possibility, and prospect of what lies ahead of us. We see the course, and with hope, courage, and strength, we press forward toward our mark, determined and ready to achieve the goal. But just like in a cross-country race, sometimes in our lives, in the middle of the long run, there may come just up ahead of us, or just around the next corner, a steep hill we didn't plan on, or a muddy path we hadn't anticipated, and then the race becomes hard. In a cross-country race, when the race becomes hard, when the hills seem to burn the muscles of the runner's legs, they keep going. They set their race pace and check their strength as two more miles extend out ahead of them. Their hearts pound, their breathing is labored, but they keep going. They focus again on all they have learned from the past, and they look toward the goal with persistent faith in who they are 
and what they are capable of doing. They remember their training and keep going. They run past discouragement and they continue through despair. They battle to overcome feelings of unworthiness as they remember their potential to be better than they were the day before. Still their heart pounds, and up ahead there is still another mile to go. Yet they do not stop. They keep going. With their mind focused on the objective, they press ahead. Each breath and every kick becomes an established rhythm of purpose, designed with the end in mind, right in the middle of their long run. And then something else takes over, something stronger than muscle. The runner's spirit kicks in, and the will to win presses on to the view in front of them. Their throbbing hearts and their spirit of determination carries them the rest of the way. The race has been long, the hills have been steep, and now there is a half mile left in front of them. Their muscles are spent, their strength is depleted, and yet the runners are more committed than ever, for now they see the finish line just ahead. The way is well marked, and their center of focus becomes their rallying point. With each step, each breath, with each heartbeat directing them to the finish. And then comes my absolute most favorite part of the whole race, the end of the race, when every runner comes into view and somehow finds renewed energy, somehow literally increasing their speed and sprint to the finish line. The race is done. Their hands go up over their head as they grasp for breath. They have fought a good fight, and in the long run, they have finished the course. They have run with patience and endurance the race that was set before them. I think life is like a cross-country race. Some days the road in life is smooth and the run is easy. But other times in life, what seemed to be effortless the day before suddenly becomes a rough road full of bumps, hills, and life challenges that may press us into giving up the race that is set before each of us. And instead of holding out for the long run blessings, we may turn aside, giving in to life's short run substitutions. One cross-country coach taught his team that even more than speed, even more than stride length or agility, a cross-country runner's mental strength, their ability to cope with anxiety, and the other challenges of a physically draining sport separates the good from the great. He explained, quote, it's having the ability to see where you want to go and then visualizing yourself getting there and doing it before you ever do. End quote. 
Do you love that so much? Especially when I think about how this compares to life. Once a runner settles into his or her pace, the next couple of miles are the struggle. After successfully moving up to the front of the race during your first mile, your next challenge in a race is to stay in place. One way, he says, to stay in position comes by repeating mantras or positive self-talk. Mantras don't have to be complex, and each runner's is different. The key is to distract from the anxiety and pull away from the negative thoughts. One mantra a runner used was repeated over and over to the rhythm of his kicks. Runner's kick does the trick. Runner's kick does the trick. Another runner used this mantra, I am, I can, I will. I am, I can, I will. And I think about that as a runner is fighting to go up a hill. And I think they do it actually to the rhythm of their kicks. I am, I can, I will. Those mantras help a runner stay present and focus on the race at hand. During the middle of a race, they always want to try to form a pack with teammates because they know it's easier to work together and gives them more motivation. And then as you near the end of the race, you have worked the whole race to get to that last half mile. So you have to give it all you have and leave every ounce on the race course. One coach would yell to his runners as they neared the last half mile mark by saying, stay in the fight, stay in the fight. And soon, the runners would start repeating that to themselves, knowing that they were close to the finish. The Apostle Paul likened life to a race. To the Hebrews, he urged, Let us lay aside the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And then from Ecclesiastes, it says, The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. President Thomas S. Monson added, Actually, the prize belongs to him or her who endures to the end. There is much more to life than meets the eye. From the extensive preparation of each new day to planning and preparing, just as a cross-country runner does, you will need to also prepare mentally for your day, for the layout ahead of you, especially hills and challenges that you might have in your life that you will need to climb. Then you will need to figure out your own plan of attack, focusing on how to best run the race in front of you. It's not a good idea to just sit there and think about all the things that can go wrong. Instead, focus on doing all the things you need to be ready to do to make them go right. From the time your alarm goes off in the morning, it's all about getting up and finding a position in the race where you can set yourself up to be successful 
for the rest of the race. You want to get as many teammates as you can who have the same vision to be with you so you can push through the race together. Just like in a cross-country race, in life, more than speed, stride length, or agility, your ability to cope with anxiety and the other challenges of this race called life will give you the power you need to keep going. It's having the ability to see where you want to go and then visualizing yourself getting there and doing it before you ever do. There will be some days when your life will settle into a steady, even pace, and then there will come the next couple of miles that can change and be a struggle. Keep going and don't quit in the struggle. Push through the hard. Your next challenge will be staying in place, even in the middle of the hard. One way to stay in place is to remember who you are, and then tell yourself to remember who you are. One runner would say to himself, I am, I can, I will. This is something we can say in our own race through life. I am a child of God. I can run this race in front of me. I will continue forward with faith and hope and the Savior right next to me. Stay present and focus on the race at hand. Remember you don't have to do this race alone. You always want to try to form a pack with teammates who have the same vision because it's easier to work together and it will give you motivation to finish. And then, as you near the end of the race, you will hear the crowd, your family, and the people who love you the most encouraging you. You can do this. You are strong. You are able to succeed. Stay in the fight. Then you will start repeating it to yourself until you cross your finish line. Stay in the fight. That's when you will be able to say, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. When your life feels like the run is too long, when your life gives you hills that feel too steep and the path is too rocky, when you feel like you are hitting the wall, a compelling urge to quit, give up, or give in, remember, you're not alone. You have this promise when you turn to Jesus Christ, who will sustain you. He will lift you. He will hold you up. In Isaiah, it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Stay the course. Stay in the fight. You are. You will. You can. Elder Joseph B. Worthlin once taught, quote, 
the reason to stay on course in a race is obvious. The reason to stay on a course that leads to a righteous life may be less obvious, but is much more important. In simple terms, a righteous life is the way, the only way, to happiness, joy, and peace. The Prophet Joseph Smith taught, Happiness is the object and design of our existence and will be the end thereof if we pursue the path that leads to it. What are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to find the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find the happy. Thanks for listening again today and get ready to run with patience the race that is set before you. Bye for now. See you next time.